Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we're continuing our series on Christmas prophecy. And we come to a, a really important prophecy, one that, that, that certainly you have heard before, but you, you might not think much about this prophecy, or maybe don't even think a whole lot of the significance of this prophecy. And of course, it's the prophecy of where Jesus Christ was born. And it tells us here in Micah 5.2, But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet you shall uh, out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose going forth are from old, from everlasting. And we see the fulfillment of this prophecy in Luke chapter 2. And I'm going to read verses 1 through 20. It says this, And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. The census first took place while uh, Quirinius was governing in Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth to Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said unto them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is uh, born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. So it was, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see the thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told to them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things which they had seen as it was told to them. Now we see here this prophecy that the Jesus Christ would be born, the one who would rule Israel, whose going forth was from everlasting, that it would be God in flesh, Emmanuel, who would be born and would be born in Bethlehem, would be born in Bethlehem. And why, why is this such an important an important prophecy. Well, first of all, I want you to realize all the things that had to take place in order for Jesus to be born in Bethlehem, how literally God moved the rulers of this earth. He, he went and he made sure that there was a miracle so that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. You know, we, we've talked just a little bit about Joseph to start off with. Here, we, we've talked just a little bit about him here the, these past few weeks. And Joseph, of course, was one who considered what he 
marry Mary or would he put her away? Uh, and if he were to put her away, really wasn't considering marrying her uh, once he found out that she was pregnant, but would he put her away publicly or privately? And God went and sent a, an angel to him in a dream so that he would know uh, that he was to marry Mary. And of course, uh, there was through confirmation of the Word of God in uh, Isaiah chapter 7 that, that a virgin would conceive. And the angel went and cited that scripture. And Joseph, being a just man who was in scriptures, went and recognized this. Why is this important? What does this have to do with where Jesus was born? Well, there was a census that was called, and Jesus ended up being born in Bethlehem. But one of the reasons he was born in Bethlehem a main reason is because Joseph was called with the census to go to Bethlehem, to go back to that city because he's from the lineage of David. Now think about that. It, it, it couldn't have been Joe Schmo that Mary married. It had to be someone who would be called in a census to go to Bethlehem, or perhaps somebody who was from Bethlehem would be the other way that you could go and look at this. But also looking at that whole census, this is going and moving the most powerful uh, empire in the entire world at that point in time, the most powerful nation at that point in time, to go and to do a political census. This is, this is what happened. I mean, this is incredible to stop and to think about this, that Caesar Augustus called that the whole world would be registered, that his entire empire would be registered, that people would be moving around. This would have been an incredibly hectic, crazy time, but it is the circumstance that led to Jesus being born in Bethlehem. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. I mean, God literally moved the, the, the political world, the, the greatest political power, the, the most powerful man in the world at, at that point in time to go into call for a census so that this prophecy could be fulfilled. He went and he specifically chose Joseph, who would go and marry Mary, uh, and he went and he came to him in a dream, sent an angel to him in a dream, in order that Joseph would be the one that Mary would marry so that they would end up in Bethlehem. I mean, th this is just incredible orchestration of God to make sure that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem to go and to fulfill the prophecy. I mean, these are completely, uh, you know, completely, you can't contrive this circumstance. This is, this is you know, a political thing that, that doesn't happen very often, perhaps is the first time that it's happened here with this whole census and registered thing that's going on. You, you have this, this, the perfect person that uh, Mary marries to have to go and to travel there. I mean, it's not just like, oh man, yeah, Jesus is from Bethlehem. But this is literally God going and rearranging the entire world so that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. Now, now why did he do that? I, I, I first of all believe that God did that so that there could be no doubt that this prophecy was not by coincidence, but it was by the hand of God moving in the life of Jesus, but also, of course, moving in the life of Mary, moving in the life of Joseph, moving in the life even of the the, the political players, the, the most powerful of the world, but everybody of the world, essentially— uh, at least of the Roman Empire, was impacted by 
this census was impacted by the hand of God to move so that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. But I think that's that God went and he did this to remove all doubt from coincidence, to go and to make this incredibly powerful prophecy even more powerful, even more of a powerful testimony. And that testimony is this, and this, this powerful prophecy. You can go and mimic a lot of things or self-fulfill things or trick people in many things. But one thing that you have no control over is where you're born. You know, perhaps Jesus was a great magician, a good teacher and a great magician. And that's how he performed all of these incredible miracles. Maybe maybe it was just a little bit overstated. Now, of course, I don't believe any of that. But that might be what some people say. But there is one thing that they cannot say. Jesus chose where he was born. Because you don't get to choose where you're born. Now, in a sense that he's God, yes, he chose the, where he was born. But this was a fulfillment of a prophecy that Jesus couldn't have gone around and fulfilled by himself uh, in a physical, fleshly kind of a way. This is something that had to be from the hand of God. And we see that it's not just, oh, a, a kid from Bethlehem went and read scriptures because, you know, he's a fifth gen generation Bethlehemite, that they're all from Bethlehem and he grew up there and it's just his hometown and he's just hanging out there in Bethlehem. That, that he went and he read the scriptures and decided he was going to go and, and be this, this character or this figure who was supposed to be born in Bethlehem. No, that this was completely completely circumstantial, and Jesus didn't even stay in Bethlehem for very long uh, immediately after this because he ended up going down to Egypt. So God, even in that, in order to go and to prove this, showed that Jesus, that this prophecy, Jesus couldn't have fulfilled it in his fleshly way. It wouldn't have been like this guy who was, you know, oh wow, a, a big uh, you, you know, fan of Bethlehem, you know, just this third generation Bethlehemite, you know, that wasn't what was going on here. This wasn't a, a hometown guy who, who, who just, you, you know, loved Bethlehem so much and everything like that. Like, that's not what it's talking about. It's not talking about the city pride. It, it, it's literally God going and moving in an incredible way to give a historic account that Jesus was in fact through the genealogies we can see, through the history of this calling of the census we can see, that Jesus would, in, in fact, he, with historicity, would be born in Bethlehem. He would be born in Bethlehem under circumstances that, that are completely different. He wouldn't stay there for very long. And of course, you don't get to choose where you're born. All of this to go and to prove that Jesus Christ is a fulfillment of prophecy. Because when you start to go and to look at how crazy this prophecy is, you start to understand how he fulfills all of these other prophecies. You, you know, a lot of people might be going and looking out and saying, uh-huh, yeah, sure, Mary was a virgin. That's not how that works. You know, that's what people said about him when he was living. But there is one thing that people could not have said while he was living. You weren't born in Bethlehem, or that's just a self-fulfilled prophecy. It's impossible for that. 
the prophecy that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem is one of the most powerful prophecies to prove that Jesus Christ is authentically God and the Messiah. That is why this prophecy is so important. It might be small. It might seem not of great consequence. It might become just a familiar Christmas passage that you read. But you need to understand that this is a dynamic prophecy that proves and should settle in your mind that Jesus is, in fact, the promised Messiah. Well, thank you for listening today, and remember Joshua 1, 8, and 9 as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go.